patience. I'll get the job done. This here is the kind of operation that requires a delicate touch. As my late great pappy used to say, the most dangerous coyote to your hen house is the one what smells like a chicken. Last time on Lost Legends of Scadriel. Anyway, there's a reason that I called you over here. We're about to have an election, and I think that the uh, the other party, they're, they're up to no good. We could potentially pretend to be their campaign managers. Uh, if you're going to be in this, then uh, you should know that um, some of those charities, and especially the money he's got earbacked from the guild, it's... Uh, it's not for charity. He's uh, sending it off to the mob. What if we somehow made it look like he was turning on the mob? Maybe he's able to move some money around, make it look like he's betraying the mob, skimming off the top? And then the mob will take care of him, the problem solved. There's an independent company that has been working with the guild for years to run the elections. And so this is the perfect opportunity if we are able to somehow tamper with the votes because nobody will ever will ever think twice about it. Tot has family here in the city. Uh, she has a uh, mother and two sisters that all live together. And the way I see it, if you're able to take one of them hostage, there's no way that she's going to be able to do anything but drop out of the race. What if you convinced Tavit to try and bribe Drone. Hello and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. You can find me online at Fifth of Daybreak, and with me I have the rest of the Lost Legends. I'm Lena, I play Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Ballman. I am John, I go by Clovermite Online, and today I'm playing Gladys Logan. Let's jump back in. Uh, we had last left off with Clytus doing some surveillance on the house where uh, Tot's relatives were living, and Finn and Bella had gotten back from investigating Elections Are Us. Uh, let's go back to where we started last week and put us in... Uh, Tavis's office, where you're having a little uh, election powwow to discuss strategy and everything. Um, we'll say it's three days until the election. Okay. What, what time is it, by the way? Uh, we'll say it's early morning, 8 a.m. Right, Clytus looks distinctly uh, unput together. Wow, he looks distinctly unput together, I say to Bella. A rat mess, that one. Clytus just grunts. So I think that we have some progress here on the Elections Are Us front. Oh, good, good. Give me an update. Well, it sounds like the fellow who's, uh... Oh my god, what Drune. was Drune? His name was, was Andrew. Uh... Short... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember his name, but I don't remember his position in Elections Are Us. He was just kind of our tour guide. Uh, we'll say that he was the uh, director of operations there. We had a couple of words with the director of operations, Droon, and it sounds like he might be amenable if we were to, uh, how to say, surreptitiously give him a little bit of, uh, uh well, something under the table, if you catch my meaning. Oh sure, sure. Uh, how much do you need? I can I can talk to uh, Mister uh, Mister Lord Coxby immediately and get you the funds you need to get that taken care of. Well, here's the thing: he didn't want to deal with uh, chump change like us. He wanted to deal with the campaign manager personally. He knows that we're not really the real puppet masters here, and that uh, well, our word isn't 
worth too much. Uh, go ahead and both of you give me a charm roll. Um, Bella, give me give it plus one for your beguiling smile. Okay. That was two fives and a nudge. That was nothing for me. Um, with Bella's nudge, he's going to kind of furrow his brow a little bit, but he's not going to be outright suspicious. Uh, but he, he's going to lean forward. Well, I, you know, there, there are other things that I have to attend to. And of course, there's this level of, uh, you know, a, a buffer that we need to keep between the campaign and this sort of thing. You know, what our contractors go out and do when we give them, you know, a certain amount of leeway and autonomy, we can't help. But the campaign manager himself, you know, that's policy. and That's not exactly something that I'm sure that I want to get Mr. or Lord Coxby, you know, it's... Are you sure this is the only way? Why don't you... Are, there has to be a number. Did he tell you a number? He didn't give us an exact figure. Didn't even want to negotiate with us. Maybe there's some other way that we can go about this. What did he say about the elections? What uh, do you have any ideas for maybe dealing with it after the fact, during the fact? Can we tamper with the votes? Can we tamper with the guy counting him? Maybe we don't even need to get this guy involved. Like, what? What are our options here? Sounds like they've got the vault pretty much locked solid. I honestly don't think that there's any way that we can tamper with the actual. Uh, the substance of the election itself it's honestly in my experience it's the best plan to well work with the people angle on this sort of thing well um let, let me get back to that in just a moment uh Clytus, why don't you tell me how your project is going yeah uh we're working on it uh do you have any coffee on hand i was not able to get some made in time, and I'm not a morning person, per se. Oh, um, you know, I, I think that we can t get that taken care of in just a moment, but, uh, you have any more details? Um, yeah, um, basically we're, we're in the process of getting a, what you call, it, infiltration plan, and, uh, I think it'll go okay. I don't see any reason to go wrong. Uh, yeah. But you said you think that it'll go okay. That's not really... Hmm. That doesn't instill confidence in me, at least. Sounds like you aren't too sure of yourself over there, bud. Maybe, uh... You know, I'm just spitballing here, but maybe it would be more prudent to put you two on his project and just forget about the elections or us thing. I don't know, it sounded like he would be pretty amenable if, you know, the right uh, incentive were put his way. I just don't think that we're the right people for it. Certainly a man of your caliber should be able to arrange something. Uh, give me another charm roll plus one. Alrighty. That was two fours and a nudge. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you if you really think that that's the best course of action, then um, you know I guess I'll, I'll. He didn't even give you like a ballpark. Like I can't just show up with the money and be like, "This is like nothing." Not really. But I'm not really into this whole area of expertise. I think that you're more the numbers person, darling. You seem like a master negotiator to me. Well, in that case, I guess I'll uh, see what I can figure out and. Well, um, meeting adjourned then. Elections in three days, so keep on the strategy. I'll take over this project. Uh, I'll need you two to finish out the rest of the uh, campaigning and the rallying and, you know, make sure that we uh, we get enough uh, votes in case either of these strategies don't pan out. Of course. Aye, aye, sir. Uh, we'll say that then he gets up and he goes and he gets Clytus some coffee um, and leaves you three in the uh, room alone for a couple of moments. And, and Clytus almost instantly transforms from the moment he gets that first sip. He goes from just completely sour posture and unalertness to, like, all of a sudden the spark is back in his eyes and he's awake again. Yeah, this is definitely what I needed. Um, So what's going on with y'all? I, I, 
I didn't really take that in. <laughs> I need my cup of coffee in the morning. Wouldn't you like to know? You're like every middle-aged woman I've ever known, Clytus. Well, I am a middle-aged man, so I suppose maybe there's some equivalency there. Maybe. Anyway, it sounded like you were doing something mighty interesting. Infiltration, was it? Yep. Sounds mighty illegal, if you ask me. You do that kind of thing often? Don't. Didn't... Again, there was that hazy fog with the lack of my morning brew, but... Didn't you just suggest that uh, our fearless leader here do something rather legal himself? Sure, but he's the one doing it, not us. And uh, Tavis will come back in um, with a couple of papers in his hand. Well, uh, if there's nothing else, then I, uh, I suppose get to work, everyone. I've got my hands full with this project now myself. Well, we've got a couple of other projects up our sleeves. No worries, Tavis. You would Tavis. do my late great Sounds good. Proud. As, as he always used to say, never shovel no manure but a hired farm hand I can follow shovel dress. for you. <laughs> And Clytus follows the beat of his own drum. Okay, uh, where is Clytus following the beat of his own drum to? He goes back to the the stakeout partly. Um, the usual routine that he got set up with uh, having drunk guy going to, you know, play friends with the bar. Um, Clytus himself is going to go look for, uh, what's it called, that... That, like, um, chemical that you put on, like, handkerchiefs to knock people out? Chloroform? Yeah. He's going to go see if he can get himself some chloroform. I said that too fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We don't judge. Uh, Go ahead and give me a resource roll and add your bonus for your your network. All right. So I'm down to two resources and then my Oh, you can. The day has passed, so you can yield that back. Oh, cool. So four then. Yep. Nothing. Yeah, you you try and find some, but there's just none that's readily available, or your uh, your sources are a little bit too intimidated to be able to uh, be cooperative. And I forget last time was uh w- was I able to spot the second guard? No, because the other guy uh, spent so much time talking to you and being distracting that he. Uh, he was just he, he gave you a die penalty and you weren't able to spot him. So I wanna put the second guy on watching for that again. Okay. Actually I have three people, don't I? I want two people doing the stakeout. Uh which guy are you pulling away? Are you got pulling away the guy who got into a fist fight with the station guard yeah. or Okay. Um really quick, Bella and Finn, and where are you going immediately after the meeting? Well I've got a uh uh, quote-unquote heist to uh, prepare. Yeah, that would probably have to happen within the next couple of days. Yep. Well, I mean, if it's three days to the election, you need to do it as soon as possible so the news get is able to get out before the election. So it, it's probably going to have to be tonight. Yeah, and I can give you a couple of beats for the days leading up to it to uh, get any preparations in that you would want for that. Um, so... We'll, we'll come back to that in just a moment, but immediately after that meeting with Tavis and Clytus, what are you guys going to do from there? So I wonder what type of, uh, it's just me and Bella at this point, right? Yep. I wonder what type of infiltration Tavis has Clytus working on. Well, he doesn't seem like a subtle character, so I would say it probably has something to do with, uh, Tot and the uh, getting her to resign. You think they're going to try and, I don't know, muscle their way in somewhere and try and blackmail her? Wouldn't surprise me. (sighs) Maybe we can work our way by the drop and let uh, Tot and Thrent know what's going on. 
Eh, we could at least give them a heads up. I think they'll appreciate it. Okay, yeah, so you guys uh, leave them a message telling them what little information that you were able to get during that meeting about what Clytus is up to. Um, let me give them another witch roll. Um, and so they will have a uh, plus one die bonus for their first roll going in whenever the heist actually happens, or the kidnapping attempt. Nice. Uh, Finn, let's go ahead and do your preparations next. Okay, so I'm going to need a quick reminder, uh, because it, it has been a while since we had this idea. Um, so it's the it's the bookkeeper for the guild, correct, that I'm taking documents from? Because Cogsby's been taking money from the Mafia. Yeah, there's been an embezzlement from the guild that's been going to the mob. And you convinced Pin to leave it in a specific um, specific drawer for you as long as you broke into the area to grab it. And did, uh, did we also have doctored documents as well? Uh, not only connecting Cogsby to the mob, but stating that he's stealing from the mob did we did we, was that um a thing? you did convince her to do that as well uh pretty much i need to make sure there's no one like guarding the area as i'm trying to get through it or find a way to distract or disorient them so i'm in the right place and they're in the wrong place as that robbery is taking place you know i might go to the same ruffians that i uh see if i can find the same ruffians that he used to spray paint cogsby's name into something less flattering and find out if they'd be able to make a distraction for me uh, So at the time of the robbery. That way I can go through and get that done. Okay, go ahead and give me a resources roll. Could I, could I spot some resources from my benefactor? I'm willing to offer some if you ask. <laughs> oh, great and mighty benefactor. May I, may I have some resources <laughs> to pull off this heist? Uh, what I'll let you do, Bella, is you can spend one resource to give him one die, but it, it is a spent resource. It's something that you won't be able to use until it uh, recovers naturally. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Uh, that's two nudges. Uh, you can spend those to reroll the other two. okay yeah that'll do it um go ahead and subtract a resource from your standings as well and uh what kind of distraction do you want them to pull um you know general general hoodlum mayhem um maybe uh maybe i could uh, who are you trying to get them to distract? Um, whatever, uh, whoever is going to be around the, because I'll be going in at night, but whoever's going to be around the engineering guild at that, at that point in time. Okay, so if, are I'm just going to need a little bit more specifics for them for what their, their responsibility is going to be in this distraction. Are they going in and like vandalizing stuff inside the guild or are they starting a fight outside it? How, uh, I'd, I'd, how distracting I'd like them to start something outside it. That way there's no one inside the building. Uh, any other uh, preparations you wanted to get in place before the night of? Uh, maybe use my constable connections to see when there will be constable patrols in the area. That way I can avoid those. Okay, I'm going to make that one an influence roll because I don't think that's something that they would just want to give out. Give out, yeah. And so it wouldn't even be possible without your network, but it is going to have to be an influence roll. Uh, that's a one and a nudge. Yeah, that's not going to do it. I figured. It was worth a shot. Okay, uh, let's jump over to Bella. Uh, is there anything that you're going to be doing uh, for the rest of the day while Finn is getting ready to go and do his... Um, his break-in. I don't think so. I think that I would mostly be trying to keep up appearances of helping out a Lord Coxby's election campaign. Let's jump back to Clytus then. Um, 
We are going to give you the rolls for the two guys who are doing lookout. Um, I'll go ahead and let you roll them. Uh, they have a wits of two. Just a nudge on one of them, and just a nudge on the other. Okay, so yeah, they really don't provide any help. Uh, is tonight the night that you're going to get it done, or are you going to do uh, another night of surveillance? Uh, one more night of preparation. Leave it to like the last minute. Okay, well let's go over to uh, Finn then. Um, it is the night of uh, the the appointed time. Uh, let's see how good these guys that you hired are. I heard a dice drop. Okay, um, they got a pair of twos after a couple of rerolls, and so um, they have a fairly middling distraction to where you are fairly easily able to uh, slip into the door between the crowd that's forming outside, but not everybody has come out of the guild hall to uh, watch the raucous displays. Um, they just start laying into each other in the street. I'm going to kind of carefully look around and make my way to the uh, to the room as stealthily as I can. Go ahead and give me a physique roll. Oh, that's ones and two nudges. Okay, yeah, and they rolled nothing for their wits roll. So uh, you are able to, there are a couple of times where you feel like it was a close thing. You go to turn a corner and you see somebody coming, so you uh, quietly sneak the other way. And you are able to work your way back finally to the treasurer's office, which is locked up for the night. I'm going to crack my knuckles and do what I do best. I'm going to try and uh, break through the door with, I'd like, what I'd like to do is I'd like to, Take the handle and crush it. That way I'm breaking the locking mechanism in the process. Okay. Um, if you're going to try and crush the doorknob, I'm going to need 20 charges burned and a roll. You got it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Does that add any dice, or is it just 20 charges burned and then straight physique roll? Straight physique roll. You can spend uh, charges above that to add dice if you want. Oh, I dropped one of my dice. Okay. Uh, that is twos in a nudge. Okay, you are able to break it, but the lock kind of catches, and you have to force it, and so it does make a noise. They're going to get another chance to hear you. Lots of re-rolls tonight, but not a lot of successes after those re-rolls. Um, so you uh, you stop for a moment, and you kind of listen in uh, very intently. You hear some footsteps echoing down the hallway, but they seem to be moving away from you and not towards you. Come on, Finn, get it together. Okay, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to grab the, uh, go to where the documents were supposed to be kept, uh, look over them real quick, make sure everything's in order, and then... Those will be in another locked cabinet, so you'll have to do one more, uh, roll to get in there. I will have to do one more, okay. Okay, I'm gonna break open. Or you can just burn ten charges and have it done. Yeah, okay. Burn ten charges, then a roll. Nope, ten charges and you're done. Uh, so you, you just kind of grab onto it, a quick tug, and you break the flimsy little metal lock that just bends out as you pull the door open. And inside there are three different books, um, one of them detailing the um, guild funds if they were being properly accounted for, one of them detailing the uh, guild funds with the cut being taken off and given to um, the mob, and then one detailing... A uh, further cut being taken from that cut that was uh, would show Lord Coxby has been embezzling from the funds supposed to be going to the mob. Okay, I'm going to take them and stow them in my well-roasted duster. Uh, one more physique roll to try and get out of here. Uh, not done yet. I'm going to trash the room before I leave. That way it looks like okay. I was trying to find these rather than, oh, I went in and knew exactly where they were. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and let you do that, but I'm going to give you a negative two die penalty for your trying to sneak out because you're going to make a lot of noise trashing the office. Absolutely. That's fives. Okay, that beats the two threes and a nudge that I had. So uh, you make it out uh, scot-free after making a real mess of... And then I'm going to uh, find a, uh, take them to the nearest uh, uh, news area place thing it's not a station it's a paper um <laughs> trying to think of words it's hard 
Um, you would want to take it to the dead drop and get it to Tot's team because they said they'd take. Oh, care that's of, right. That's um, right. All of the rest of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's up to you whether you want to give them all three of them or if you want to keep any of them for yourself. Um, I'll take the. Uh, I'll give the two conflicting ones. Yeah, I'll give the two conflicting ones to, uh, like the ones that are like they've legitimately get like the cooked books and the ones where they've been giving money to the mob to Tot's team. And then. So wait, when you say the, the cooked books and the ones where they've been giving money to the mob, are you saying the one where it's showing that they're embezzling money from the mob and the one where it shows that they're embezzling money for the mob from the guild? No, the or, ones that look like they're, the ones that look like they're proper and the ones that are with the actual what's going on. Because. Okay. Because. Okay. He wants the clear and concise evidence. They are actually giving money, they are, he is actually giving money to the mob, right? Those are yeah. those are the real books. Uh so the cooked books would be the ones that have been that have been managed to look like everything's okay. Yeah, so I suppose there would have been four. There's also the one that shows how everything is supposed to look without the embezzlement happening. And then the one that looks like it's covering it up. Oh, okay. So a refried cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that um so I'll give those to Tot's team, but the one that uh the one that shows Cogsby stealing from the mob. I'd like to find a way to get to the mob. Yeah, um I will say that's something that you can't get done right now, but go ahead and add that to um I wanna say add it to your secrets known, but it's more of a secrets manufacturer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, technically, uh, he might know someone who could help. I was actually thinking about giving it to Clytus. (laughs) Well, um, let's jump to the next morning. Uh, Actually, I need to do a roll for Tavis real quick. Okay, um, Tavis comes back into the office. Um, He's looking very disheveled and irritated. He sits down at the desk. Um, He looks over at Bellador and says... What in the world were you thinking? That was a disaster. It nearly could have gone right off the edge if I hadn't been so circumspect about what I was saying. Oh, darling. I don't know if you were obvious enough then. That Droon fella didn't look like the sharpest tack in the drawer, if you know what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm not falling for this. You gotta level with me here, because... He, if I hadn't been able to convince him that it was just a test after sending you guys there first in order to make sure that the election was secure, he threatened to go to the papers, he threatened to go to the current guildmaster, he threatened to go to Lord Coxby himself. I mean, he was threatening my job before I was able to get that under control. That's a right shame. This, that, that was a total disaster. I don't even, I can't understand where you would have gotten that impression. Well, he said he wanted to talk to you. It's not It's not our fault it didn't work out. I'm still not convinced that he won't end up going to somebody, but I I think at least for now he might be mollified. Clytus, please give me some good news. Working on it. We're probably going to try and pull it off tomorrow night. Well, I said probably. We're going to pull it off tomorrow night. I've got a distraction cooked up and... uh I have confidence in our abilities. It's cutting it a little close, don't you think? I mean, we have to make it... There has to be some sort of threat leveled with this to make it believable enough to where she resigns. Well, I was trying to make sure that I was fully prepared and I ran into a few roadblocks as far as acquisitions were concerned. So, uh, it's going to be a little more rough and tumble than I had preferred. But, uh, I'll get the job done. Fine, fine. Well, uh, Bella Finn, you can just relax until the election. I I gotta clean up the rest of this mess that you've made for me. And he walks out of the office, leaving you three alone. Well, it it sounds like, uh, y'all put him on a bit of a wild goose chase. I don't know. I just think that he's not very good at his job, to be honest. That is very believable. <laughs> he usually sends himself on wild goose chases. 
We're just along for the ride. Well, I can definitely respect that angle. I myself prefer not to get too involved in the, uh, as they say, higher pay grade operations. Well, I'm going to metagame a bit here. I'm pausing specifically to give you an opening if you wanted to initiate the conversation with Clytus. Otherwise, he's just going on to business well, as I'm usual. not sure I trust you enough for that yet. <laughs> All right, well, then if you're not going to initiate any conversation, then Clytus is just going to give his adieus and walk out. Wait a minute, Clytus. Oh, yes? I'm going to level with you here. Okay, I like leveling. You're not who you say you are. I... I don't recall that I've specifically said that I am anyone, aside from being hired to do a job. Well, who else are you working for? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> I've worked for many people in my time. But it sounds like you have something specific in mind, so I have to say I am might curious as to what that might be. And he has, like, this slightly amused grin on his face. Well... Word around town is you've got some connections with the mob. And and Clytus just kind of beams his smile. And this time it's not predatory at all. It is, it's almost like fatherly pride. Why, Mr. Bowman, you have been asking around about me. And you said that you were not the brains of the operation. I think you might have been a bit too modest. Eh, I'm not the brains. I just have common sense. Fair enough. Cough, pinch, cough. I do not. <laughs> I, I do not deny uh, the association that you are in. Well, not even implying, uh, just outright saying. Yes, I, I do have connections with that institution, as they like to say around in Ellendale. What if I said I got my hands on some information that... They might be willing to pay someone such as yourself quite a decent sum to find out about. You have my ears, Mr. Bowman. I do like money. Well, uh, through the course of this campaign, we've found out that Cogsby might, in fact, be embezzling money from the mob, which is a terrible idea, if you ask me. And he immediately frowns. Yes, I do believe that is one of the most terrible ideas. So if I were to, say, hand off this information, would I be guaranteed that you'd be able to get it in the right hands? You don't have, you don't have to give me any kind of finder's fee or anything like that. I just, I just think it's pertinent to get it all out in the air. What's the catch? You don't want any form of payment? I don't know what he's talking about. I want eh, payment. I'm not much of a... <laughs> I was just about to ask how Bella feels about this coming completely out of left field with no discussion whatsoever beforehand. <laughs> well, fine. If you want to give us a little bit of a finder's fee, I'm not going to be terribly upset about it. Can I see what you have? Give a little glance over at myself. Verify authenticity. Uh, Finn will take out the take Wait, out the books and show them to him. This may not be the best venue to discuss details. Perhaps we should move this meeting well, on to somewhere a little more private. Bar. bar. <laughs> Works for me. Lead the way, Mister Bowman. This is your negotiation. I give you your choice of venue. Bar. Clytus gives no argument. He just follows. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like how most of our episodes end up in a bar. <laughs> uh, you have a place in mind that you lead him to. Uh, you take him into a little secluded corner of the bar, uh, a little bit of ways uh, away from any other table, so that way if you're talking in hushed tones, it's not likely to be overheard unless there's a tin eye nearby. All right. To resume where we were before, uh, may I review the authenticity of the said information? Supposing you, you have it on hand, of course. I'll uh, slide the books over the table as I'm in, uh, un, uh, inconspicuously taking a drink. 
And then do I need to do any kind of roll as to, like, verify it? Yeah, go ahead and give me a wits roll. Um, do I get a plus one for my network, or...? Uh, I'm not going to give it to you for this one, because you wouldn't be at all familiar with this part of the business. <laughs> That's true. All right, rolling. I got threes. Uh, I rolled for pin, and pin rolled two threes and a nudge. <sighs> yes! Wait, who's pin? Uh, pin Fesseroy is the treasurer that they convinced in the first episode of this arc. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm afraid this looks a little bit over my head, so it looks legit enough, but I'm afraid this is where my lack of exercise in those particular skills is harming me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it, but, uh, what... What's What kind of payment are we asking for? Because I need to make sure that I get paid. And since I can't verify its authenticity myself, I don't want to be left footing the bill, so to speak. I mean, personally, if you thought that we did you a favor, you might forget a few things about us that you might have in the hiding somewhere in that brain of yours. Clytus just smiles. Oh, you're talking about that particular job with that institution. Don't worry, I wasn't planning on coming after you for that one. That was just, uh, something to keep in mind. Oh, you don't say. But, uh, <laughs> Miss Belladora, is, is that fine with you as far as payment? Favor? Favor sounds good. And then, uh, I suppose... To keep things fair, assuming that this plays out, uh, 10% share of the monetary rewards? I think that should be sufficient. Alright, well that sounds good to me. Uh, was there any, any other business that you would like to discuss? Why are you working for Tavis? He just shrugs money. It's, uh, pretty much the motivation for most of what my jobs are. They asked for me, and so I came. Well, I can understand that motivation, if nothing else. Why are you both working for Tavis? One of the things that I had done in my research while uh, leading up to the job, it didn't seem clear to me that you were putting what one might call a best-faith effort into achieving results. We achieve results, just maybe not the ones that you're expecting. <laughs> he smiled. So you are working for the other side. I wasn't sure, but uh, I have to say I respect that move. It's, it's got cojones, as they say on other parts of Skadriel. He tips his hat. Now, I'd, uh, I just hope that you'll keep that between us. I mean, we did provide what's going to be a fairly nice paycheck for you, mate. I figure they paid me to do a job. They didn't pay me for loyalty, so your secret's fine with me, and you don't need to consider it part of the favor. Also, Tavis just really is the worst. I just really want to clock him upside the head. <laughs> I would enjoy seeing that. You might before this campaign's over. Well, make sure I'm there to see it, then. Don't, uh, don't get the show started while I'm not around. I will give it my best effort. At this point, Clytus pockets the, uh, books. So, uh, any other questions you might have? Yeah. Or items of business? Where'd you get that charm on your hat? Oh, this? Man, that is a good question. It's been so many years, I don't recall exactly where I bought it, but it is something that, uh, quite personal for me, so I keep it close. It's definitely got some charm to it. As the survivor says, survive. That has pretty much been my number one purpose in life. Money comes second, survival comes first. Well, every person must find their way. Indeed. Well, I'm glad we've been able to find a way to be a little bit amiable here. Agreed, Mr. Bowman. Agreed. And he extends his hand to shake. Then will return the handshake. And then, uh, 
he extends his hand to Belladora and well, I'm not not sure quite the proper way for a lady. Do you handshake or some other form of officially sealing the deal? I'm gonna give him the the hardest handshake that I possibly can with my like two strength. Okay. <laughs> I, I wanna see this roll. <laughs> Alright, three physique. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Nah, that was nothing. Should nothing in a nudge. Is uh, Clytus going to try and assert muscle dominance back? No. Then no. Clytus just kind of smiles amusedly and nods his head. You know, normally a tip of the hat'll do. I'm a handshake man, what can I say? Well, I'm more of a shotgun person myself, so handshakes are kind of new to me. <laughs> Fair enough, and I can respect that as well. Well, Mr. Bowman, Ms. Wild, it was a pleasure chatting with you, and I have a few new things to consider for myself. I'm glad we've been able to clear the air a bit here, Clytus. It's a pleasure doing business with you. Likewise. Let's go to uh, Clytus the rest of your night tonight. Um, what all would you be doing? Just the same surveillance and... Trying to get chloroform? Well, Clytus is now going to try and get this information verified. So he is going to look for whatever contact I might have in the city. Because uh, this job may not need to go down if if uh, his employee is on the wrong side, so to speak. Okay, um, go ahead and give me an influence roll. And I'm going to give you a plus one for the network for that one as well. Man, nothing but a nudge. Um, you find a client, or you find a guy who you would know is more of an expert in this sort of thing, and while he can't find any errors in the accounting in there, he also tells you that he really can't verify whether or not it would be uh, falsified without having an original record to compare it to. Claudius just scratches his head and sighs. Well... I guess it's just not my day. And, uh, yeah, I guess I, I have um, the other two doing surveillance again uh, while the other guy still does his carousing. Okay, go ahead and give me two rolls of two. Ooh, one of them got a pair of ones. Okay, yeah, uh, we'll say with that that he notices the guy who seems to always sit near the wall near the other house. Um, and never actually seems to drink very much, even though he always has a cup in his hand. And so he's pretty sure that's the other guard that you're looking for. Oh, so he's not inside the house, he's outside? Uh, he's doing the same kind of thing that you're doing. He is sitting in the bar every night, close enough to the house where he can hear if there's anything going on. Yeah, I think that's uh, Clytus' actions for today. Okay, and then, uh, Bella, you are approached later that night by a journalist... Uh, it is a journalist with the name of Anne who um, knocks on your door pretty late at night. We'll say closer to like eight or nine. Okay, I'm going to answer the door. Uh, excuse me, would you be Miss Belladora Wilde? That would be me. How can I help you, darling? Uh, I'm a reporter for the Ellendale Daily. Is it correct to say that you work for Wentworth Coxby's campaign? Well, uh, yes. Now, I have been uh, hearing some rumors out of the Elections Are Us office that on two separate occasions, your campaign has approached him asking uh, certain questions. Uh, well, you wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? I would know about the first occurrence because I was there, but about the second one, do you know if it was, uh, was it Tavis by any chance? Well, I, that was actually something I'd come to ask you about, but I, I'll go ahead and she, uh, write something down on her pad. Um, moving on, what was the nature of your visit to the office there that first time? Well, the first one was we were just asking around, making sure that everything was up to code with the election campaign coming up pretty quick, and we just wanted to make sure that, you know, everything was on the up and up. So I reported to the campaign... Oh, what is title? Oh my god. 
Uh, campaign chair, probably. I'm not sure if I've said anything specific. Chair manager. Um, campaign manager. That's Tavis, right? Yep. So we went to report to the campaign manager that everything looked all right, and uh, well, I I don't rightly know. He got this uh, weird look in his eye, and then he just kind of stormed off to do his own thing. Uh, Jade, at any point, he asked you to try and bribe them into falsifying the results of the election. Well, now that you mention it, I think that he might have mentioned something about a bribe. Did he ever ask you to go in and take care of that for him? Well, I... Look, darling, this is a... This is a little bit of a touchy subject. You see, I don't want to put my career in jeopardy, but I think it would be the right thing to do to confess to you that, yes, Tavis tried to get myself and my companion to go bribe uh, the fella over at Elections R Us. But you didn't go through with it the first time. I didn't. I just couldn't bring myself to do that. And did you hear him say that he was willing to, that he was going to go do that? It seemed like that was what he was doing. Can you tell me what he said exactly? I think that he was going to offer some sort of quid pro quo. Yes. (laughs) Is Is there anything else that you can tell me? If I'm being totally honest... That Tavis fellow. And then I'm going to tell her everything about uh, the fellows, the the kids that he had hired to throw paint and blame Top Bowler. And basically anything else that I can possibly throw Tavis under the bus for. Okay, go ahead and give me a charm roll plus one. Okay, that was two threes and a nudge. Okay, uh, yeah, you spend this long sta- uh, tale detailing all of the little nitty-gritty things that you've been asked to do that were, even even if it strayed closer into the gray area, uh, let alone being into just the heinous, dirty politics that have gone on, uh, no st- you don't leave any stone unturned. You uh, embellish as much as you can, and she holds on to your every word, scribbling furiously the whole night. And um, we'll say that by the time she leaves, it's been a couple of hours have passed, and she's uh, gone several pages of notes in her notebook. All right, my work here is done. <laughs> um, and then, Clytus, you weren't trying to do it tonight. You were doing it the next night, correct? Right. It's, the election's not tomorrow, right? It's the day after? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Down to the wire. Okay, uh, so the next morning, um, there is a uh, supposed to be a scheduled meeting in Tavis's office, but when uh, you guys go in there and sit down, it's just you, Clytus, and uh, Finn there. And after a while, somebody comes in and hands you uh, a copy of uh, today's uh, broadsheets, which has um, each of them have various uh, headlines. Um, all sourcing back to the one report by Anne, which details um, the Coxby campaign off the rails, inside scoop detailing dirty politics in the Guild of Engineered election cycle. Um, and there's no quote leading to your name, but just uh, multiple sources in the campaign say all throughout this al- uh, article detailing all of the salacious things that have gone on. And uh, Tavis you come to realize a little bit later is not going to be coming into the office anytime soon. I sit down at his desk and I help myself to the bottle of <laughs> liquor that's most definitely somewhere in his desk. Uh, it's there. It is nearly empty, though. Very That's nearly. fine. I'm finishing it off. Gladys just chuckles. <laughs> well, you don't waste any time, do you? What can I say? I know how to do a job right. Well, I can't argue with that. Well, this does leave me in a bit of an interesting quandary, as uh, my particular job seems to have come from Tavis, 
I'm not sure if it comes directly from Mr. Coxby himself. Well. suppose I'll have to go check with him. If that doesn't work out in your favor, I might be hiring. Oh, really? What did you have in mind? Hmm. I look between him and Finn. Can always use a little extra muscle. <laughs> well, muscle is my particular specialty. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to go toe-to-toe with a coloss and not lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is uh, definitely something I'll keep in mind. He kind of strokes his chin with an absent-minded sly grin on his face. I suppose I should be off to talk to Mr. Coxby unless there's anything else y'all wanted to discuss. Wasn't anything else in the paper by chance, was there? Uh, what would you be looking for? And, uh, the Engineering Guild funds? Um, actually, that would probably have been in that article. Um, I, for, for some reason, that just slipped my mind. Okay. Or, no, that would have been a competing newspaper. So you've got, like, dual headlines competing for each other of embezzlement um, from the engineering guild coming from the uh, Coxby leadership and then um, also all of the detailing of the dirty politics. And from that, um, all of that put together will say that he takes uh, four reputation damage total. Nice. Yeah. We should work for the Ellendale Daily instead. (laughs) Manufacturing the news. Name the group fake news. <laughs> uh, Clytus, when you get to the area where you would, um, where you went to meet with Mister or with Lord Coxby the first time, um, there is kind of a frenetic buzz going around as people are running back and forth, uh, and you kind of hear uh, like a raised, deep voice coming from the other side of the door, and there is a uh, butler at the uh at the front there stopping anybody from going in. Well, hello, Mr. uh what was your name again? Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh Peter is my name, sir. Mr. Peter. Uh I'm here to discuss a sensitive matter with Mr. Coxby relating to my uh assigned task. And whether or not I should still... Uh, Lord Coxby is not seeing anyone at the moment. He is dealing with matters of state. Oh, I see. Is there some underling then, seeing as Tavis seems to be out of commission, who I should be checking in with? Uh, we, we are currently in the middle of restructuring the campaign format, so um, leadership will be forthcoming. But in the meantime, I am afraid I don't know how to help you. How well do you know Mr. Coxby, Mr. Peter? Uh, I have been in his service for many years now. I uh, know uh, know my liege as much as any servant can hope, get, hope to know their host. Well, that'll work for me. In your opinion, if Mr. Tavis had assigned me, shall we say, a questionably legal task to accomplish... Would uh, Mr. Cox be wish for me to continue with said operation in lieu of events that have transpired? He kind of gets a very cold, uh, disdain look on his face, and he looks down on his nose and says, uh, Tavis has caused enough trouble here already. We do not need any more of his ilk. Well, I suppose that answers my question, then. May I presume I'll still be paid? Uh, tell you, uh, he'll go ahead and, like, work out the details for you, um, without having to go in and, uh, bug Lord Coxby. And so, go ahead and put a negative one in for your resources. Hey! Oh, so did my spent go back? Yeah, so, uh, just add a negative to it. Wonderful. So, uh, then I suppose my next thing would be to gather up my (laughs) group of 'er ne'er-do-wells. Congratulations! Uh, Your Alamancer. Yeah, my Alamancer. Congratulations, gentlemen. It appears that our job has been fulfilled. Thank you for your service. <laughs> uh, two of them just kind of like shrug their shoulders and walk away. 
the guy you've been paying to sit and drink in a bar for the past week gives you a big hug and a big grin and tells you <laughs> he smells like a he smells like a middle school boy's locker locker room. B.O. and Axe. I'm going to be <laughs> flatly honest with you. That's probably never going to happen. Oh, you. And he punches you on the shoulder. And it does not hurt at all. <laughs> yes, me. Yes, me. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't even want to remember your name. <laughs> okay, uh, the day of the election rolls around. Uh, it goes off very smoothly. There's uh, no incidents whatsoever. Lord Coxby's very much in you know, conservation mode, trying not to make any waves. And unfortunately, it was not enough because when the uh, Elections Are Us comes out with the results of the election, it is Tot Bowler, who is the new head of the Guild of Engineering. Woo! Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a campaign manager like that, who'd have thought? <laughs> who would have guessed? Uh, is there any other role-playing or anything else you guys wanted to do before we wrap up for the week? Probably working out our matter of payment from Tot's campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and make your uh, resources negative one as well. Hey. Uh, and then I believe Claudius would approach Mr. Bowman and Ms. Wild. Well, it appears that my services have been complete, and I didn't even have to pull off that nasty little job. I believe you mentioned a potential hiring uh, for yourself? If you'd be amenable. I believe I would, Miss Wild. I believe I would. Well, then. How do you feel about survivorist anarchy, Mr. Logan? And he grins his predatory grin. Why, I do believe that would be up my alley, so to speak. Well, good for us. It's what we do best. And I think that's a perfect place to call that for the week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will catch you again in two weeks with our next new quest line. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a second to say thank you so, 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 so much for all of the support you've given us over this past year. A year to the day is when we released our first episode, Follow Tradition, and I am just absolutely blown away by the level of support that we've gotten, considering that we're a podcast with 3,600 pages of prerequisite reading material. Um, Some of us, we didn't even expect to get any following whatsoever to so to be here a year later with over 2,000 downloads with people who are so excited that they download the episode even before I get up on the morning that it's posted it really means a lot to us this this game wouldn't be something we continue to play if we didn't know that there were people out there who looked forward to it so much if we didn't get the kind of engagement that we have if we didn't if we didn't know that this was something that people valued outside of our own time Um, As much as all of us love role-playing, I'm sure many of you have experienced the way that groups just kind of tend to disappear. And thanks to you guys and the level of support and excitement that we've seen, uh, I've gotten to play in a game, in two, two games that have lasted longer than any other sessions I've ever played before, so... Really, uh, all of that's on you guys. It's not on us. That's on you for being such a great audience, for for loving Brandon Sanderson as much as we do, and being willing to give uh, somebody else a chance to create stories in his universe. It's not easy to go out and take a chance uh, letting somebody else play with something that you love. Uh, If you love Brandon Sanderson as much as I do, I know you had to be apprehensive listening to this podcast. So thank you for giving us that chance. Thank you for sticking with us. And I really can't wait to share the next year and the year after that and for as long as we can keep this going with you because this has been so much fun and you guys have truly been wonderful. So from the bottom of all of our hearts, thank you for listening and we will catch you again in two weeks. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a 5-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson.
Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Yeah, stuffy nose. Ah, oh. okay. Yeah, just Finn has allergies. Nose was really tickling. He's allergic to Tavis. <laughs> it's all that cologne he wears. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> he, he wears the the alloy of law era equivalent of Axe body spray. Gross. <laughs>